Hi everyone, you are listening to the Vibrant Humans podcast. My name is Sarah and I'm so glad that you're joining me today for episode number two. So I am a lover of books, yoga, food, traveling, and I love to dig in deep and have meaningful conversations. I'm a wife, I'm a foster, adoptive, and biologic mom to four awesome kids, ages 1 to 11. I was born and raised in Nebraska. I spent some time on both coasts for school and training, but we have been back in the good old Midwest for the last few years, and we are practicing the art of blooming we are, where we are planted. Uh, my day job is a hospice and palliative medicine doctor, and this career has provided me with a lot of ongoing clarification uh, about the importance of not taking life for granted and also um, not wasting too much time or energy on things that don't really matter in the big picture. And I'd say that my work and my life experiences have taught me to stay aware of how I'm showing up and doing what I can to craft a life that is vibrant, authentic, joyful, and connected. I started this podcast as a way to show up for myself and to build more trust in myself by taking brave and imperfect action. I've struggled for years with people-pleasing, perfectionism, anxiety, overwhelm, and chronic self-doubt. I've done a lot of inner work to discover more about myself and ways to overcome limiting beliefs and patterns and also to to show up as my authentic self and have my voice heard and share what I learned along the way to help others uh, discover what's possible in their own lives. And my goal in putting these episodes out is to connect and empower as many people as possible, especially my fellow working moms out there. I see you and I know that we're all doing our very best to be everything to everyone, uh, which is admirable, but also exhausting and really not sustainable. So I invite you to give yourself permission to matter and to affirm your own value and worth as a human who's fully deserving of love and acceptance without needing to do or be anything. So last week in the official first episode, I talked about self-trust and how it can be really difficult for those of us who are socialized as women to develop and sustain this quality because of a lot of factors, including how we're raised and just societal influence, the way that we see um, everything around us. And we're conditioned from a young age to look outside of ourselves, to get approval from other people about our choices and our decisions and about whether or not we're doing enough or doing things the right way. We come to find a lot of our worth in what we do for others and not just existing as a human and having inherent worth and value for that alone. These patterns and this self-doubt can cause us to start to feel very disconnected from ourselves and our feelings and opinions and desires. And today I wanted to talk a little about how being disconnected from our feelings and not trusting ourselves in our daily actions 
um, can play out in a lot of our habits and patterns and introduce to you an exercise that can help you start to identify how you really want to feel and brainstorm some small actions and habits that can help you to cultivate those feelings more often. It's something that I've used and it's been super, super helpful. So we know that so much of our lives is made up by habits that are often subconscious that we're not even aware of, and we're often operating mostly on autopilot. Everything from the actions that we do over and over to the systems that we kind of use, as well as the thought processes that can be habits. And the busyness and day-to-day grind can start to feel like we're stuck in a cycle, and we have a hard time imagining how it could be different in the future. And our habits and our patterns are definitely deeply wired in our brains, and they've served us, right? They've helped us to save energy mentally and to reduce decision fatigue. But when's the last time that you've really thought about your habits and whether or not they're helping you or or not helping you in, in the way that you want to feel and to show up? If you're like me, I had not even really slowed down. Um, to take a lot of time to think about my habits and whether they were actually helpful in my life or whether they were um, bringing me closer to how I wanted to feel. The great news is that our brains have an amazing ability to change and rewire. And certainly it's not quick or easy process. It's definitely not a switch that we can flip on or off and just decide that we want to implement new habits and get rid of the old ones. Uh, But if we are able to be intentional and we can commit to these teeny tiny changes consistently over time, then these small actions slowly become our default habits and patterns over time. And when I did this exercise and really kind of dug in deeper with myself, I found that many of my habits uh, were not helping me. So I desired to feel more calm and ease and peace in my life, but I was doing things like staying up too late um, and then getting up, you know, right when my kids got up or they were waking me up in the mornings. And so that really started my days out in a feeling of stress and overwhelm. And it did not really at all lead to that peace, joy, calm, or ease that I was hoping for. And it just kind of spiraled from there. And so I think that that was a really powerful moment for me to kind of realize how much of a difference these very small intentional habits can be. Uh, So like I said, our brains can change and rewire over time. But we have to make some small shifts and be consistent if we want to unravel old habits that are not necessarily serving us and to implement new ones. And we can use this to our advantage to start introducing small actions and habits that we really want to be doing and that can help us feel the way that we want to feel more of the time. So I'd like you to imagine what it would be like if you could prioritize trusting yourself and what you desire more than you prioritize thinking about 
or caring about what other people think that you should do or how you should live? What if you could stop second-guessing yourself and spinning out in cycles of overwhelm and stress? What kind of feelings do you think that doing that would create for you? Would you have more freedom and ease or less pressure and stress? Can you imagine what it would be like to feel more confident in yourself and to trust your desires on a deeper soul level? What do you think that it would feel like and be like to have your own back, regardless of what the circumstances or situations that were going on were? My hope and my experience has been that if we are able to identify and know how we want to feel, then we're able to prioritize based on that and the decisions that we make in regards to like how we spend our time and our energy and not feel the need to people please all the time or get validation from others about how you're choosing your time or what you're choosing to focus on, but really seriously being able to create your own internal validation by deeply trusting yourself and knowing that the decisions you're making are right for you and they feel good for you. So I think that trusting ourselves in making these decisions and implementing these useful and helpful habits unique to us It can be like a domino that affects a lot of other areas or all the other areas of our lives even. It even has the ability to create a sense of taking on or forming a new identity for ourselves over time, as well as reimagine kind of what we're capable for and what our life could look like. And deciding the habits that we want to implement on purpose it really increases our sense of living aligned. Aligned has been a bit of a buzzword lately, but I think of it as matching our values to our daily lives and actions, what actual life looks like. Uh, for example, if I say that I value connection, but then if you look at my calendar, it's full of all sorts of obligations and work and meetings, committees, tasks that I never even have space to grab lunch with my partner or to like go outside and, and play with my kids, then I'm not really living in alignment with the value that I have of connection. And being intentional about crafting our days and our weeks with these small micro actions that align with our values is and can be a game changer, but it doesn't just happen on its own. We really have to be intentional and do that work to figure out for us what we value most and what we want more of in whatever season of our lives that we're in. I think that the actions that we take and the habits that we have can be directly related to how we want to feel because I think that we decide to do something or not to do something based on how we think that that thing is going to make us feel. And naturally, we want to avoid experiencing negative emotions, 
but I have tried this. Believe me, I have tried this, and it's impossible to avoid all negative emotion. Um, there's lots more on that that we can discuss uh, at a future episode. But we know we can't avoid the negative emotions. And we also don't have control over external circumstances or what the people around us are doing or not doing, how they're showing up. But we can create more of the feelings that we desire to have by doing the things that we know are most likely to bring those feelings on for us. And if we decide ahead of time what these small actions are and how we can include them in our days, it can give us a sense of agency and empowerment over our time and our energy. So I want to take you through an exercise that I learned a while back that's had huge ripple effects for me. Okay, so you're just going to take out a pen and paper and spend a minute or two thinking of the ways that you want to feel more of the time. So just single words, emotions, feelings that you want to feel. It could be joy, peace, happy, aligned, alive, any of those things. Um, It might help now to think about feelings that you commonly experience currently and how you want to feel or desire to feel is usually very related to your values. So don't overthink this exercise in writing these feelings down. Just remember, it's whatever you think right now, and feelings can always change in the future based on your life season. For me right now, my current feelings that I desire to create as much as I can are Uh, connection, abundance, joy, trusting myself, and a sense of being unburdened. So after you identify the feelings that you want more of, then I want you to divide your paper into two columns, and you're going to write down the feelings on the left side of the paper, put a little space between each one, and on the right side, you're just going to list a few activities or actions that usually lead to you feeling that way for the corresponding emotion. Okay, so for example, if you write down peace or peaceful, you might uh, also jot down for the actions like deep breathing for a minute or watching the clouds or taking a hot bath. Or if you're feeling that you want to create is joy, you might write um, like laugh with my kids, watch a funny video, or order my very favorite fancy coffee and savor it. In my own life, uh, let's see, one of my favorite um, desired feelings to cultivate is connection. Um, And some activities that will consistently create this feeling for me are simple things like checking in with my husband at night after the kids go to bed and doing like a question a day or some kind of fun prompt to get beyond just the basics of how was your day. I like to feel more connected on a a bit deeper level. Um, Another thing that makes me feel connected is uh, making plans with a friend to get coffee. And so even the act of planning it and putting it down on the calendar, knowing it's going to happen, it creates for me in that moment a feeling of connection and then, you know, excitement for when it's going to happen. Um, Another feeling I desire to create 
on a regular basis is joy. Um, some of the small habits and shifts that have helped me in this way are um, doing yoga. I love doing yoga outside, even if it's just for five minutes. Um, I also love to read bedtime stories with my boys. And since it's summer and the days are longer and it's still warm out at night, um, we've been reading outside on the front porch swing, porch swing, I'm sorry. And that's been really lovely just to create that connection and joy. Um, So I think I want you to know that these activities and these micro actions, they do not have to be long or complicated in order to count, right? They can be a minute long, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you have time for. And I want you to focus on starting small, even with just one action that creates one feeling that you like to have and want more of. I think a lot of times we give ourselves too many rules and regulations that prevent us from, you know, deciding to just take these small steps and uh, feel more alive in how we want. I promise that these small micro actions can have an enormous impact on your experience of your daily life and that they're absolutely worth finding a couple of minutes for throughout the course of your day. And you can try thinking of this exercise as a fun experiment to find what works for a time um, and where you might be able to sprinkle them in during your day. Uh, You can also play with timing. For example, I have a big uh, energy dip usually that occurs like late afternoons, 3, 3.30ish. So I have been trying to add in a short couple minute walk outside during this time that helps me to kind of boost my energy uh, and help me be able to get through the rest of the workday. Um, and it almost always puts me in a better mood as well. And so I just wanted to share this practice with you today because it's made such a huge difference for me and how I experience my daily life um, without changing any circumstances, right? It's just the same same kind of days and same schedule, but the experience and how I feel more of the time has radically shifted over time. And I know that we all have different ways that we want to feel and different things that bring on those feelings for us. So the goal here is just to think it through intentionally and to start incorporating some of these tiny actions and habits in your days so that you can feel better and feel more like yourself. And please just give yourself permission to matter and put yourself on your calendar. So that is all for today. But before I go, I wanted to let you know that I made something on platform that's uh, a new thing for me, but it was fun and easy, um, something I could be sort of creative with. So it's a PDF uh, that you can print out or just download. And it's somewhat of a framework for this process. And it's just really to help you identify how you want to feel and to brainstorm some small actions that you have jotted down um, to reference to create those feelings. And then figuring out how it might work into your daily or weekly schedule. So if you would like to check this resource out, please just reach out to me. Uh, you can message me on Instagram. My name or handle is at Sarah Ann Witchery. 
Uh, I'll put that in the show notes and I'll also put in my email address as well if you want to get a hold of me that way. Uh, I really thank you for showing up to listen to another episode and please know that you really seriously deserve to feel how you want to feel and that you do have power to make that happen more than you might think or realize. And when you feel better more of the time, you really do show up differently and can create uh, different results for yourself and shift what your life looks like over time. I swear it's like magic, and I invite you to try it for yourself. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you all next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to share it with someone who you think might enjoy it or get something out of it. And please subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes. And I would so appreciate any rating or review that you could give. Uh, It will just help others to see the podcast who might also benefit from some of this stuff. Thanks so much, everyone.